You're such a catch. I'm Erin, and I'm on site at The Hub, located in the New Mart building in downtown Los Angeles for LA Fashion Week. LA Fashion Week is hosted by Style on the Spot and Art Hearts Fashion, a leading platform for designers and artists to showcase their collections in a contemporary Fashion Week setting. Today, I'm going to be chatting with my sweet friend, Erin Hill, host of Getting Cozy with Erin, Batch After Dark, and the Chief Communication Officer for Nomad's Place. I had intended to interview Jonathan Guzman, Mexican fashion designer, who will be showing his collection, Intravenous, at the Majestic in downtown Los Angeles. But as you can imagine, just days, well, hours before the show, he was handling last-minute preparations. Hopefully I can circle back with him because he has an incredible story. But Aaron and I have been wanting to sit down for this chat for some time, and as we all know, the universe always has a plan. We felt like this was meant to be, that she and I were able to record in this beautiful podcast studio at Fashion Techworks. So Erin, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> whenever we're both together, it is just so much fun. It's like electric, right? I know. It's like big Erin energy. I feel like we <laughs> need our own like merch line. <laughs> B-E-E, baby. Yeah. 100%. Erin yeah, squared. <laughs> but you guys, there is a very funny story in which I met Erin and... Aaron, I'd love for you to tell it from your perspective because I was the one that like sought you out and you didn't even <laughs> like I knew Aaron existed before she knew I existed. So yes. yeah, you start recollecting and I'll chime in because I don't think we've actually rehashed this really since we since it's actually happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we met on Clubhouse in the in the in the heat of the pandemic, right? Right. Yeah. And I was just on there almost every day, I want to say, just doing a, a room here and there. And I don't remember exactly which room it was. I want to say it might have been a dating advice room. It was with Jennifer. Um, yes, Hervitz. Yes. Yes. Love. yes. Yes. Exactly. Doing relationships right, girl. So I was in there, and you. I think you popped up in the audience and asked a question. I did. Yeah. And I don't recall exactly what that question was, but you take it from here. (laughs) So, and it's funny because our journeys on Clubhouse are a little different because you're just, and you know, I can talk to a brick wall too, but for some reason, like on Clubhouse, it's different for me. Like, I think because I don't see the people and I'm not like looking at their body language and stuff. So it was a little bit harder for me to just pop into random rooms and be like, hi, raise my hand. Like, let me join the conversation. Yeah. And, but when I jumped in this room, I think I was following Jennifer. I've been following her on social for a while, and I feel like our kind of niches are aligned. So it pinged me that she was in a room, and then it caught my eye because I saw who she was in the room with. (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute. I've seen this girl's name before. Like, where have I seen it? And then kind of all the pieces were coming together, and I was like, oh, that's right. I was like, somebody sent me your podcast episode, the one in which you did an expose with Stuart from Labor of Love's ex-girlfriend. Yes. Do you remember that episode? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) That was my first expose. It was a big deal. It was a big deal, right? Very fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so the whole story behind that is when Labor of Love was airing and Christy, who's our great friend, didn't choose him. And this is like before I knew Christy, right? Like I knew her on a personal level. So all my girlfriends were messaging me. 
oh my gosh, Aaron, she didn't choose him. There's a reason why. It's because like this man is for you. And I totally thought that too. Like I was really sold on that idea. And people who faithfully listen to the podcast know I cringely slid into his DMs. (laughs) I love it. With a multiple choice questionnaire. Yes, yes, that's right. So bad and forgot option C. So it went A, B, D, and E. (laughs) And of course, E was all of the above. I mean, looking back on this, how did I do that sober? I did that sober. That's crazy. Right? You're going to share the question, right? I don't remember. I could pull it up because I. this is so bad. But I mean, this is, oh my gosh, all my dirty laundry out here. But <laughs> okay, this is the crazy thing too. I fully wrote what I was going to message him in a note in the note section of your phone. Yeah. I had written it out and I had and I had sent it to two girlfriends to proof before I sent it. And none of us caught that it didn't no. have a C. And everybody was like, yeah, that sounds great, Erin. It was kind of like tongue in cheek, like witty, funny. But but the best part is he never even saw it. <laughs> he never even saw it, right? Because I was following him, but he was he didn't know I exist. And so I also remember a couple weeks in being like totally crushed, like, oh my gosh, he left me on red. But then realizing, oh, he probably didn't see it because right. went into his other mailbox. And then one of my good girlfriends, Katie, was like, I will help you unsend that message because at that time <laughs> I did not know how. And right. so she did. Yeah. And then I re-approached and I led with, hey, will you be on my show? And he said yes. So by then, I think somebody had sent me a fellow podcaster had sent me your episode and she said, I know you're like pursuing or maybe wanting to pursue something here. I think you should listen to this first. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So I did. And I loved your intro because I remember like your kiddos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like fast forward to today, like I'm now Auntie Erin, which yes. is so funny. Like listening to that months ago, I would have never guessed that we would be one in this room and two that I would have just spent this time with your family. Yeah. But I listened to the episode and it was kind of like, okay, I took note of how things went down, but I also am kind of the person that like gives everybody the benefit of the doubt. And so... (laughs) (laughs) Preserving judgment. (laughs) I'm kidding. I know. I know. (laughs) So I went ahead with it. And um, so we came on the show. We all know that story. I really enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed hearing his take. I mean, obviously, I know so much more detail now. And then we tried to pursue something and it just fell very, very flat. So, yeah. So I, I have a question. I don't think I've ever asked you this. Did he know that episode existed? Oh, I do believe he did. I I do believe we had some discussions and I feel like I will preserve some privacy on his behalf just out of respect. But he was very upfront with me even before he came on my show because I think he has received some negativity, some backlash since being on the show and and just some things that have happened. And he wanted me to be prepared for that because he felt as if coming onto my platform would then kind of open me up to that negativity. And I will say I did get some comments on my social media after wow. it. Nothing that I felt I Those couldn't. The territory. Yeah. Nothing I felt like I couldn't handle. And he was very kind. There was, it, it's just, we weren't a match. I think we just weren't aligned. And, and I think Again, I'm noticing this kind of theme because I'll I'll tell you a story after we talk about all this, but I really can build a fairy tale in my head real quick. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So I had built the fairy tale with him. You know what I mean? And then I met him and I was like, oh, the guy in the story, the narrative I've written for myself and my future is not the man before me. Yeah. But I think it, the good news was I was cognizant enough to know in the moment and I think it was, like, a mutually amicable, like, respect thing. And so we kind of said our goodbyes, and, and that was it. But when I saw you in that room, I was like, I have to tell her that her episode was hugely helpful. And, like, I just wanted to introduce myself because also, yeah. like, the podcast community, right? Yeah. And then from there, then you came to L.A., mm-hmm. right? And we yeah. met for lunch. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that first meeting was just, like, out of a freaking, like, movie or something. <laughs> We're running towards each other so happy because at this point we had talked for months before we met and we had formed such a great friendship even through not having met and just talking so often and whatever. And I'm just being so supportive of each other from the very beginning. So, but no, you are my soul sister. And I, I'm so glad that I did that episode because I may not have ever met you if I hadn't. Yeah. I mean, it's such a trip when you think about like all the little pieces connecting. And then through you, I've met Christy. And that was like a moment she and I shared because I felt really compelled to tell her I didn't want to like keep that from her. And I love that show. And I love that show because I loved watching her in that process. And I think I resonated so much with her journey because I'm like, wow, finally TV is casting a woman who's in her 40s, who is still looking for the love of her life, who wants to be a mom. And like they gave her that opportunity and I was so rooting for her. And I really wanted her to pick Stuart. I get it now. Like it it wasn't aligned for her either. No. And even her picking Kyle, who in the moment she thought was the best match and, and turns out that they were like best buddies and and players together or whatever. We're not going to disparage anyone, but just saying in general, he was not the person that she was hoping he was going to be either. But what a beautiful friendship that's come from that. And we wish her the best in her journey to be a mom. I think that still is is in the cards for her. So we hope so. She's incredible. And I'm so grateful to have that connection through you. We've been on each other's podcasts and we're in a mastermind together. I mean, it's just incredible. And I can't wait for the three of us. Like it is just, (laughs) I envision us just like, in onesies, like hanging out, chit-chatting Aww. all night. You know what I mean? We're yes. never going to shut up. No. I mean, you and I can't shut up. We no. go out until like two in the morning. And then, yeah. And then we yes. come home and talk <laughs> for another two hours as if yes. we haven't been together for the last right. 12. No, we just didn't have enough time together. So we just have to keep doing it. Yeah. We just have to yeah. keep spending time. You know, we have so much fun together and you're just such a blessing to my life. And Aww. oh my gosh, I know. I love know. Fest. I love know. Fest. I know. It's totally a love fest. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things I love most about you, Erin, is you just have this like, innate gift like you make a friend wherever we go you know what I mean and and you just bring them into your circle and they love you I mean so I'm just going to tell everybody like we spent Monday night like out with part of Bachelor Nation which was super fun like you've created these relationships like tell me how that all started yeah so thank you that's so kind so I had a podcast before Getting Cozy with Aaron. And on that podcast, we were able to interview Ben Higgins, mm. who is like OG Bachelor, right? Yeah. I mean, anybody who watches The Bachelor knows who Ben Higgins is because he was like the quintessential Bachelor. So he's a guy that I had a crush on for so long. And I did He was before Pilot Pete. Absolutely. He was your, oh, oh, spill yes. the tea, girl. I didn't yes. know this about you. I'm learning so much. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ben's like, what, seven years ago. His season was like yeah. seven years ago. And funny story, I was like eight and a half months pregnant with Zaxon, who you've met now, my son Zaxon. 
And Alexa, my daughter, was like maybe two and a half or something. Well, daddy was in Africa for an entire month. No way. And it was during the time when um, Ben's season was on. So, girl, I watched that show. I would watch every episode like two, three, four times in a row because I saw Aaron, my husband, also named Aaron. We're Aaron and Aaron. (laughs) And Aaron has now met Aaron. And it was wild having all three Aarons together. But we all love each other. So I was watching the show and just – felt connected to my Aaron by watching Ben because of just the man he is. And he's just such an upstanding person and even kind of resembles him a little bit Mm because back then he didn't have like the facial hair and stuff. But anyway, so that was like how I got through that horrible time. Like I was literally depressed because I was away from my husband for like 30 straight days. Right. And And I was super pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, I could pop any moment. And my husband is halfway across the world. Wow. It was insane. Yeah. But he had a once in a lifetime opportunity to go on this like safari, like incredible Uh almost like a celebrity level like trip. So I'm like, yes, yes, go, even though I hate you right now. (laughs) Go, go, see the damn animals. I hope you don't like get killed by a rhino or something. (laughs) So it was was very rough. It was a very dark time in my life. But Ben Higgins was like the light in it. And so – does he know this? You told him. Oh, that? absolutely. Oh, okay. But I need yeah, to listen to that's, this episode. That's the best thing. So, okay. So I. So then, fast forward, maybe like four years later, I'm at my um, brother-in-law's wedding in Denver, and he mentions Ben Higgins, and I'm like, "How do you know Ben Higgins?" And he's like, "Oh, I work with him." I'm like, "Excuse me, what? <laughs> you are just now telling me this, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, like I talk to him every day. He's a good friend." I said. Okay, you're going to whip your phone out right now. (laughs) You're going to text him and say that your sister-in-law has a podcast and that I want him on. Yeah. Not even five minutes later, he's texting back saying, have her email this person, set it up. Two weeks later, we're doing the podcast with him. Oh, my God. It was wild. So we did it. That was meant to be. It was 100% meant to be. Now, what was funny is during the the episode, I mean, I was a wreck, of course, because I'm just like, oh, my God, this is happening. He wore a backwards hat, and you guys (laughs) – that is Game my over. ultimate like weakness, a man in a backwards hat. And I, I, I even stopped him. I was like, Ben, I got to stop you. I'm not going to be able to concentrate with this backwards. You just look so – you're freaking adorable. Like turn it around. He's like, Aaron, I can't. Like I can't. Like where I'm at, I think it was in a car or something. He's like, I can't. Like I'm a tall guy. Like it, I'm just like, oh my God, you're telling me I have to do this? Like I have to put words together when you look like that? Like are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh, my God. And he's like, just suck it up, Aaron. You just got to do it. It was hilarious. He's so funny, you guys, and just witty. And so I told him that story, and he was, like, so touched. He was like, I'm so glad I could be that for you, Aaron. And he was just so kind and complimentary, and and we had the best conversation. And we were nervous as hell. Both of what do you mean? No, no. My partner and I were nervous as hell because this was, like, the biggest person we had ever had on the podcast. Yeah. And she and I were most were mostly like you and I, like just kind of chit-chatting, like we're not interviewing people. So yeah. this was like our first like interview Ooh. and of someone of that caliber that uh-huh. everybody knows, right? Yeah. So I was just like, oh my God. But I was on I was vibrating on a on a like higher level. level. Absolutely. So Ben, love him, will always love him and I'll always be so grateful for him. He opened the door to everything that's happened. Wow. Because after that, I then went to the Napa wine train. Uh-huh. And that's where I met. Blake okay, and Wells uh-huh. and Annalise was there who I just had on Tub Talk, which was so much fun seeing her again. Vanessa was there, Nick's girl oh, yeah. that he uh-huh. chose, yep, who confirmed that he's a narcissist. So just going to throw that out there. Interesting. Yeah, because well, I, I literally point blank asked her, is Nick a narcissist? Because I had, I had a feeling. And she said, she's just like nodded her head. 
And she said I'm that's like why jaw dropped right now because I am very obsessed with Nick in this moment. <laughs> like, like I am. Like, there's something about his relationship advice and his TikToks right now and stuff that really speak to me. Oh, yeah. And I'm watching them on, like, loop and just, like, kind of putting him on a pet interest. Yeah, and I mean, that being said, people mm-hmm. can be narcissistic on, on, a, on a scale, sure. right? So we we know very, very narcissistic people. We know people that, I mean, I think everybody in general is a narcissist to a point, right? Sure. But his narcissism affected their marriage, or yeah. not marriage, but their, their relationship and their engagement, right? So that was very interesting to hear. Fun, 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 fun thing is Derek was there, who's now married. Uh-huh. Derek was there with the girl from so Stephanie Pratt. They were oh, on their yeah, they were on their from second the they were on their second date. So wow. that was wild because you were just like and as a dating coach, I'm just like watching them, not like creepy way, just kind of like uh-huh. observing. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is not this is this not, not it. happening. Yeah. <laughs> it. But it was so much fun. And I'm trying to think. There's so many people there. Oh, Ashley and Jared was there. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, they were there. They were so kind. There's so many awesome like bachelor people. So that opened the door for me to basically then connect with them afterwards. So I had Ashley. We had Ashley and Jared on the podcast right after that. And then Blake actually put, I want to say it was Blake. Yeah. Blake actually put his phone number in my phone. Nice. So, because yeah. I was like, how am I going to hold of you? And he's like, well, here. And then just, and we were texting after that, just like normal friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you go to those events, and what's cool is that we were there as a fan, obviously. There were maybe a dozen of us and like a dozen of them. So you can imagine we were on this train for four hours, you guys. Like right. we had so much time with them. At one point, I was just kind of sitting there with like a like a deer in headlights look. Like, is this my life? What do I do? Like, what do I do? Like, I want to take the take you know advantage of this. And people were doing videos together. I remember like calling, like FaceTiming people, and be like, look, <laughs> look what I'm with. One of the guys, John uh, Venmo John, if you guys know who that is, actually called Zaxon and like talked to him. And it was it was like the coolest thing ever, you guys. So. Whenever you can, if you're a big, you know, Bachelor fan or even just a reality TV fan, if you can go in person and meet them, it is, it's, it's so much fun. And it's like, it gives it a whole nother like feel of just that, that parasocial relationship. It takes it to that other level where it's real. And then you can actually like have friendships with them. Like they're very accessible, honestly. They are. But I will, I will say this too, like. You're also so hugely supportive of them. Like you're constantly sharing them on your feed, your stories, mm-hmm. and you genuinely like care about the projects that they're doing outside of like Bachelor Nation too, which is is amazing and incredible. It's like having a raving fan, you know what I mean? But like on a really genuine level. Yeah, thank you for saying that. I yeah, appreciate that. I mean, it's true. It's, it's, <laughs> I've been observing it for <laughs> since since so we know. became friends. You know what I right? mean? Yeah. Um, So after that, we kind of, my partner and I kind of decided we wanted to go in two different directions. And I wanted to take the more reality TV route because we had an opportunity to go on the Taste of Reality podcast Mm -hmm. network. And so that was an incredible opportunity. I said, yes, let's do it. And they helped me form my own show, which is Getting Cozy with Aaron. So I've done that now for over two years. And I've been very lucky to have a lot of Bachelor Nation and people from Married at First Sight and Love Island, sorry, uh-huh. and Love Island, just kind of any whoever in the TV world that I can like connect to and, and, and talk to. And, and it's just been incredible. So from that then came Tub Talk over the pandemic. And that's when the people from the cast from Listen to Your Heart came on. And that's who we were hanging out with the other night. And Erin hasn't seen that show. So I'm trying to convince her to binge. It's like six episodes. It's so much fun to watch. It's so different than like The Bachelor, but still has the same types of elements. 
in it. And uh, they they basically just kind of took that show something. And they were so supportive. And that ha- that has been incredible. I mean, honestly, the live IG, you do a live mm-hmm. IG all the time. It is like, there's nothing like that right. to me. So yeah. that's why I'm kind of transitioning from like podcast to live IG, I think, which we've talked about that. But so incredibly, um, you know, grateful mm-hmm. for those people that gave me a shot. Yeah. And I feel like I should watch the show because the three people that, well, I've met four now, I guess, yeah. but all of them are so kind and so nice. And I mean, I think what was incredible about Monday night is, so we went to go watch Julia um, and Chris perform and afterwards, then we ended up at karaoke, but this was not like normal karaoke. This was like <laughs> karaoke with like real singers. So I think to me, it was such a beautiful moment to be in this place where it's like, it. they can go up there and do anything. They can go up and rap. They can go up and sing country. They can go, you know what I mean? They yeah. can hit the high notes. They can hit the low notes. Like, it's like yeah. being at an extended concert, but like with a fun vibe. And it's also really cool to see them like bond together and the bond that was created from the show. Right. <laughs> yeah. Julia called it a trauma bond, which <laughs> when you watch the show, you'll understand what okay. it means or in, in, that, in that context. But yeah, they're so, so close and supportive. And I'm just so happy they're able to go out and perform because when Listen to Your Heart wrapped, pandemic started. Yeah. So we were all hoping that they were going to go tour and they none of them could. Right. And they said it was cr- like soul crushing because here they'd had this big platform Momentum. given to them mm-hmm. and then they just couldn't do anything with right. it. I mean, wow. can you imagine how upsetting no. that would be? Mm-mm. Yeah. So that's why I've supported them so so much. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think it's awesome and I'm happy to do that too, but I need to watch so I can like... <laughs> Fill in all the blanks. I, I can give you all I, the tea. <laughs> yeah, I know it from such a different perspective, but but I love mm-hmm. it, and I yeah. and I've very much loved getting to know all the people that you consider friends in that circle, and they've all been so welcoming and kind. It's 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 been really really amazing. So, you also had the opportunity to travel to New York and meet your pilot Pete. So tell me about that. Yeah, that was so much fun. So I've been a really big fan of Peter since he became The Bachelor. And I know people think that he didn't handle his season well or whatever. And I honestly rooted from throughout the entire thing, even at the end, because as we've seen now with this most recent season in Clayton, you just have to follow your heart, period. And that's really what is most important. And he 100% did. You know, mm-hmm. I met him in person at a club in New York and we had the best time. Dustin is a mutual friend yes. now. Uh-huh. Shout out to Dustin. We love Dustin. We love Dustin, yes. We have a um, manifestation class coming up next week. Yes, Mm -hmm. Guarantee Karma. His, what would you call Guarantee Karma for Dustin? Uh, I mean, it's like his platform, but I mean, it's exactly that. It's like his way of giving back and creating Mm -hmm. community and then also putting good back into the community. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's based in volunteering. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I like keep telling him. Philanthropic. Absolutely. I keep telling him, please expand to San Francisco because I would definitely like be be there. And, and, and LA, Dustin. Do and, and LA. LA. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I am so ready to do like a freeway cleanup or a, I mean, I mean, we just, we just drove through downtown LA. Like yeah. how, we like, need clean you, I up. need an orange vest. I will be out. I, I will do it. I mean, I love the it. town needs it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, yeah. For, so. for sure. So Dustin tricked me. He, I, I knew that Peter was in LA that weekend and Dustin's like, well, come out into the club and, and meet me at least. And so I walk in and I see Peter immediately when I walk in the club. And he recognizes me, and it's like such a moment. And I'm just screaming, oh, my God, Peter, hi. And and we are just like dancing the night away. And this It's writing on the wall, by the way, in New York is just incredible. So please go check that out. It's in the Lower East Side, I believe. I am not a New Yorker. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> so don't come after her. No, no, no. Don't come at me. But we had the best time. And I was just pinching myself the whole time. Like, how yeah. am I here? And then Peter and I have just become really good friends. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Really grateful. So I've been out again. And we went to Wicked together. And we just spent a lot of time. And he's been extremely, extremely supportive of this new gig that I'm doing. Which, if yeah. So I am the chief communications officer for ooh, ooh. <laughs> For Nomad's Place, which is an event production company in New York, and they did find me on IG. Like I said, this podcast has given me so many incredible opportunities. It's it's just amazing. They heard an episode, kind of like you did, right, and reached out. And you never know who's listening, right, Erin? You never know. You never know. You never know. And I got a crazy DM at like midnight on a Tuesday or something. And uh, we had a phone call, and then one thing led to another. But I'm actually in town because we're having a LA Fashion Week after party tomorrow night. Friday at Elevate Lounge from 10 to 2. And it's our first like LA debut. So very, very excited for that. So am I. I'm just, I'm just so lucky because I just get to be on this journey with you <laughs> and just kind of ride your coattails. And it is so much fun. Like I will, one, you and I could watch paint dry and it'd be fun. Um, but but I mean these events are so much fun and it's so awesome to see you in this element. And I think it's such an inspiration to me also because what I see in you is when a door is presented, when an opportunity is presented and you're always open to it. I mean, we really bonded over manifestation and just being open to what the universe has for us. Like you don't hesitate to walk <laughs> through the door. And I think that's beautiful because I think there's a lot of people out there who really want to walk through the door, but there's something, a fear or something, an insecurity or something keep holding them back. But because you do this and you do this repeatedly, they continue to open and they, they will indefinitely, exponentially. And, and that's so cool. It's so cool to witness. You know? Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, I really, you know, I believe in manifest manifestations. I can't say the word, but I believe in it, guys. <laughs> Manifestation. I believe in it so much. And that is one way that we really connect deeply. We really do. And I just believe that there's nothing that you can't manifest in your life. I mean, I've manifested a beautiful family, a loving marriage, a celebrating a Evelyn. I can't talk really. 11 years this year celebrating with Aaron. But honestly, that's why I'm able to do all this because I did marry someone who is supportive. I did marry someone who wants me to chase my dreams and go after everything. Right. And and without that, I, I wouldn't be able to do this because I am a mom first. Mm -hmm. I've got two kids that need me still. And and I will never do anything that he wouldn't be 100% supportive of. But thank God yeah, that has not been the case. He's literally just like, go, 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 go. He's so proud of me. He's just pushing me, literally pushing me. So right. I, I love it. It's Which so I, important. I love observing that as well, because I think it's one, it's a great example because the love is truly there. Like this is not you giving lip service to it. Like I've witnessed it, I've seen it. But the other aspect is in an environment where you, a mom, a wife are going to be out at these clubs, doing these things at night, like the trust is fully there. And that is so beautiful to see. Like there's just such a commitment and you would never do anything to jeopardize it, vice versa. And I just think like the world needs more of that right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, and it's just so cool because for anybody out there right now who might be doubting that that type of connection and love exists, like your proof, it's wrong. Like it, it's there. It's, it's, it exists. It does. It does. <laughs> it does. And it don't does. ever settle. It's like, 
I I look back in my past and I, I know that I could have, right, to have what I wanted, but I'm so glad I didn't. And I'm one of those people that got married later in life and I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, not not one thing. So no, I, I'm so incredibly grateful. And I think that's important too, to always just be grateful. Even if you're not where you want to be, be grateful where you are right now. Yeah. Because that can change at any moment. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm at, to be honest. Yeah. And like you guys also full transparency during my breakup, Aaron was the one at two in the morning who was like, I'm awake, I'm here for you. And I'm, now I'm going to cry again. I've cried no, every no, day on this freaking podcast. Like podcasting oh. live, I've cried every day. But also just like being in this moment and just like being so grateful to be here and, and to be with you. But I wouldn't have gotten through my breakup without you. And you truly were like at the drop of a dime you were yeah, sorry. The drop of a time you were like, call me. I'm here for you. You were messaging me. You were validating my perspective and the choices that I was making. You weren't trying to guide me in any direction. You were just truly there to listen and be supportive. And then when, when I made decisions and kind of communicated to you the direction in which I was moving, you you were like, I'm proud of you. And, and you really encouraged me to just keep that hope and to, and to do the work to heal and then, you know, that my person's still out there. And I, I really appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, there's nowhere else I would have been. And I even told Aaron, I'm like, I have to drive down to LA. Like, it's just yeah. not, it's not even like, if you need me to get a babysitter, fine, but I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and she did. She came and she made me, which I thank God you did. Cause I lit that thing up 24 seven. <laughs> she made me, she made me decorate my Christmas tree, which I did. Mm-hmm. It, it, it brought me so much joy to have my tree up. And it was that, that thing. My neighbors were probably like, oh my God, Aaron. But I mean, 24 seven, it was lit. It was Beautiful. going, it was blinking all the colors, all the things. And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it just like got me through. And yeah, and you've encouraged me to kind of put myself back out there as I feel comfortable. And I think I'm getting there. I, re- I really do. Like I, I feel like I'm coming to a point, but as you were saying, like, be grateful for where you are. Like, I'm very grateful for where I am because I think once I made that decision, kind of how you've had experience, like doors begin to open. And it's like, I got into alignment with myself and then it was like, okay, now that we're in alignment, now these other things can kind of come through for you. Mm -hmm. But before I was in a situation where I wasn't feeling aligned and it made it hard to see an opportunity that was right in front of me. It might've been like a foot in front of me. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. of course. No, you have to be in that right frame of mind. And I just, I feel like you're renewed. Mm. Right. I feel Mm -hmm. like your spirit is renewed. I hadn't seen you since the breakup, right? Until Mm -hmm. now. And I see a huge difference. Huge. The light is in your eye. You, yeah. I mean, you're always glowing and beautiful, but there's something that was not there and now it's back. So Yeah, it makes me feel good. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, well, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. I mean, yeah. you never know who we're going to meet. Exactly. So I want to tell you this funny story, Erin. <laughs> so, and hopefully he's not listening. But so <laughs> on, the, on the subject of building a fairy tale in my head. So through this week being here, I've met so many connections and, and it's been lovely and people have been following me on social and stuff. And most of them I've been following back or whatnot. I, I mean, everybody that I knew followed, I immediately followed back. Sometimes you get followers yeah. that you're, you, or you're so busy, you don't recognize somebody coming through on your thing. So for some reason, I was in Instagram and I, I just happened to notice that this specific person followed me. And I was like, interesting. I was like, who is this? And I, I was trying to like place him as like, I was like, oh, is he a model here or whatever? And he doesn't follow anybody else mutual 
mine. One of my friends that I met here, she follows him. And um, so here's the funny part here. So I click on it and I was like, oh, he's very handsome. And then I was like, oh, he's a Chargers fan. And I was like, okay, automatic bonus points, right? If he's a Chargers fan. And so I'm like, oh, so I liked a photo. And then I kind of like, whatever, I was so busy, I went on with my day. And then he kind of like popped up in my feed again. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, he used to play for the Chargers. And I was like, I was like, how, why is this guy following me? And then I was like, oh. So here goes the narrative in my head, right? This this was like the download that I got in like, you know, two seconds. And it was, I was this is how quickly my brain like works. I was like, okay. I was like, the universe is bringing me my man because I have asked for a retired football player. And the universe was like, oh my gosh, we are going to bless her extra. We go. are going to make him a Chargers player. And he's just going to find me. And this is how it all happens, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, oh, before you get too ahead of yourself, because I've done this rodeo before, um, if, if the listeners remember me on the next door app, which is a funny story I'll have to tell oh, you Oh, I love that story. Oh, you know that story. Uh, yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> so, so this one the is very... And the, and the newspaper, yes. yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Yeah, so I decided I better scroll. And when I did scroll, I was like, oh, <laughs> hmm. she said yes. So he oh. is fully engaged and I was like crushed. And I was like... Shoot. The universe is such a tease sometimes. And then yeah. I was like, I'm really the one that's like making the wonky tail about it. But. Right. But he still followed you. So it's not like your fault for going there. Rob, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I think I have a very like wild imagination. I mean. I mean, yes. but it's, it was fun for the moment. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, but, but I'm very happy for him. And I'm, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm also happy for myself because that's cool that he followed me. And I, and I appreciate that. And it looks like he's doing great things to give back and use his platform for good. So by the way, I told Aaron that she needs to have five crushes. So I was hoping this was like at least one, but no. It's not. No. no. I can't. And you guys, this like little challenge of five crushes has been <laughs> like so difficult because it has to be somebody who I could actually meet and connect yeah. with. Yeah. And they can't be an ex. And so like having a celebrity cr- crush doesn't really work. No. Because, yeah. Unless you have the opportunity well. to like... Yeah, if they're going to be in our party tomorrow night, then. Oh, well. I mean, I can't (laughs) be fishing from the same pool. Well, Well, I mean. I mean, I've already. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's dipped in there. Yeah, I know. I feel like I I dug a little ice hole and then I just like drop my line down in there. And I'm like, oh, one of those fish is going to bite. Yeah, yeah. One of them nibbled. And then I'm like, oh, God. So, so while I'm here for the next, like, four days, we're going to yeah. work on her five crushes. Yeah. Okay. That's a great challenge. I yeah. like that. With your, <laughs> like, hand-holding, like, guide me. And then I'll report back to everybody. Wing woman. Yeah. I, I need Absolutely. it. I'm here for it. Thank I'm, you. I'm happy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> She's all that and more. She So Aww. so I also want to talk about us um, staying up till four in the morning watching The Bachelor finale. Oh, my God. Hashtag priorities, people. <laughs> yep. And also, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched... I, I would think. I would hope. Would, yeah. If you're a true fan and you haven't watched yet, you're not, you're not a true, true fan. fan. Yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so, Aaron and I had gone to Universal Studios all day, which was lovely with her family. It was great. We had a wonderful day. Beautiful out. The sun was shining, and somehow we preserved our hair and didn't get it wet on any rides. Because I know. Amazing. Yeah. Then we went out. We went to Julia's show. Then we went to karaoke. Closed the place down. Yep. We got some pho, which was fucking amazing. And we got to eat it in the bar, you guys. How many times did you walk into a bar and they're like, bring food in? Yeah, I know. What? We did. And I brought 18 hot sauces and it was (laughs) just 
delicious. She did. And she did not let me know that her soup was hot as hell. Well, I didn't think it was that hot because <laughs> I so thought spicy. I had like skimmed all the hot sauce off the top. Oh, you know? my God. I, the noodles were incredible. So I wanted one more bite of noodles from her soup. I know COVID doesn't exist. <laughs> and then I'm like, holy shit, I'm running. You right? I'm running to the bar <laughs> and I'm like, anything. Give me anything cold. You gave me water. And I'm like, nope, I need something else. Give me straight vodka, whatever it was. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm sorry for that. But I think we wrapped there. Yeah, closing time. So like, I don't know, 1231. And then we had quite a drive um, back to my place. And which you guys all know this already. I am not very tech savvy, nor do I have cable. So (laughs) I wasn't able to like DVR. So Aaron and I had to discuss this ahead of time. We had a backup plan. So the backup plan was we were going to log into her DVR from my and then airdrop or whatever onto the TV. No. Well, that, spoiler alert, that didn't work. Xfinity was really pissed and did not want me doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a no-no to log into your yep. own cable elsewhere. So if you can imagine, and this is like middle of the night, we are troubleshooting. We can't call anybody because it's the middle of the night. And I get on YouTube <laughs> to try to teach myself how to do this. But anyways, we end up figuring it out. And we literally watched that episode. It I think it ended up four like it ended up four a.m. Yeah, four a.m. It was four a.m. And it, but it was well worth it. I mean, it It was was shocking. It It was it was tender. We were crying. We were laughing. We were mad at time. I mean, we all the all the all the feels. All the feels. All the feels. We had all the feels. Yeah, and I'm so glad we did watch it and we didn't wait and try to watch them both back to back. No, too much. It was an emotional. Like I feel like we were on emotional roller coaster. We were. We were. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just season. I feel like The Bachelor had just gotten so much negativity, and, and I've I've been really supportive of him. So I was happy to kind of see him have his happy ending, and that everything was worth it. Mm-hmm. And now we have two bachelorettes, which is now amazing. We have two yes, history being made. I know. Yeah, and Susie didn't accept the rose tonight. Yeah. So, right. Right. Oh my gosh. So at one point, though, Aaron and I were literally on two separate ends of my couch. Like ugly crying. We, we were. We were just bawling. Oh, we yeah. just felt. I think because we could just relate to what they were going through, and it was just like, em- empath- like empathizing. Oh, with absolutely. Them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just being looking at their journey from start to finish and seeing what they had gone through, and then being thrown back into it for a second time. That just was like, I don't know. What was the pivotal moment that you started crying? Like when you were just like, let it let the flood floodgates. Man, Do you remember? I I think it. Well, it, it, I think it was hard for me to even watch them at the rose ceremony, the one where it, oh. the sound was almost like the sound is in here where like oh things are amplified the because crying they're echoing. crying. Yes. And I think too, like having just recently gone through my my breakup, when you're crying like that, like you need to release, mm-hmm. you need to let those feelings out. And I think you even told me like, Aaron, like, just feel your feelings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like don't like you don't need to try to be tough. You don't need to like try to put a smile on your face and and pretend like this isn't happening. Like truly embrace and just feel your feelings. And I think so that was probably in the back of my mind and then watching them and hearing them. I mean, even if you shut your eyes and weren't visually seeing it, like just hearing somebody it just I, I mean, it just triggered me to be like I just wanted to jump through the TV and hug them and like Wrenching. Yeah, it was, it was heart-wrenching. heart-wrenching. And then when Rachel said, you're putting me in a car, like after all this, you're putting me in a car, we're going to cry again. Like yeah. that was just, it ripped my heart out. Right. I mean, it was just like, 
yeah, soul she crushing. thought she thought he was her person. I know. And yeah, yeah right, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah and then funny Susie was like, "You aren't my person," and yes. now they're together and so happy. But and I even said that. Mm-hmm. I even said Susie's not his person. And then I literally had to retract my statement. Mm-hmm. Literally retracted my yeah. statement. And I haven't stuff. listened to Nick's podcast episode with her. Have we you? Need to li- yeah, we, we can listen, listen to that, that on the drive home tonight yes. or today. But I'm going to listen with a different perspective now, now that I know this information <laughs> about Nick. But but the clips I saw, I really thought Susie spoke quite eloquently, and I loved what she said. Oh, yeah. She was like, you guys, be inspired that I walked away, yeah. thought about it, processed it, and, and came, came back. back. Yeah. Don't look at that as a negative. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not no. settling. I took the time to process. Right. And, and I do believe her when she says when she got back, she just wanted to have one other conversation with him. Yeah. And I think one of our mutual friends is going through a breakup right now. And her everybody's situation is different. And she told me, she told me just this morning that they had a FaceTime conversation. And she said, you know what? She said, it actually gave me a little bit of closure and comfort. Mm -hmm. Good, good. Yeah. And I'm a big believer that closure should truly come from yourself. Yes. But but I think in certain situations, depending on how the breakup goes, if that helps you and is is going to be a positive thing for yes. your healing journey, then Absolutely. go for it. Do it. Well, it can be a catalyst. Mm-hmm. It can be a catalyst. And then you do then have the opportunity to get closure from yourself, with yeah. yourself. So mm-hmm. no, I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think that's something that we should all strive for if you're, you know, in that situation for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I just adore you. We could talk for hours. Too. Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, so if my listeners want to find you, I mean, they already know who you are because I post you <laughs> all the time. And pretty, like this weekend, my feed's going to be all Aaron. It's going to be guys. all big Aaron energy because the two of us are together and we've got such a fun day ahead of us tomorrow. So. Oh my gosh. This whole weekend's yeah. going to be so much fun. Happy St. Patrick's Day to Yay! you. I'm Irish. I mean, we're, I know, our names bra. mean, <laughs> our, our names mean Ireland, girl from Ireland, right? I know. And neither of us are wearing green. I know. I was Shame like, do my us. green eyes count? And do I have like, green underwear on? No, I no, don't. No, I don't either. Damn. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. We're terrible. I have hazel eyes. Yeah. yeah we, so okay. Right. Okay. We're, we're good. Yeah. We're good. We're good. That's so funny. Yeah, but let them know your uh, social handles and all yes, that. Yes, sure. So I'm at Getting Cozy with Aaron. That's G E T N, Getting Cozy with Aaron. And let's see what I mean. I have TikTok. I have I have all the things, right? Facebook, um, but Instagram is the best way to get me. By the way, I am a dating coach and a sleep coach, so I uh, help parents sleep train their babies and children. And now I actually help adults from the pandemic. We're just scrolling, 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 and never closing our eyes, right? So if you're having any trouble sleeping, I would love to help you. I do free phone consults, so just oh, send awesome. me a DM, and we can have a 15, 20 minute convo, and I can let you know if I can help you. And if I can't, I'll at least give you some tips. So you're gonna get something out of that conversation. <laughs> I promise. But please go support my new company, Nomad's Place NYC is their handle. And we're going to be doing tons of fun parties. Erin's going to be there. Hopefully I can drag her to some of these, maybe in Miami or New York one day. We're doing a yacht party next weekend, which is going to be really exciting with Blake as our headlining DJ. So that's like something we're really, really looking forward to. So yeah. I know. I'm sad I'm going to miss that one. Do you know a yacht is on my live list? Well, yeah, so it'll come back around. Yes, it will. But right absolutely. now, I'm going to live vicariously through you. Hello, the Hamptons. Yeah, you know, we're, we're going to do the Hamptons <laughs> in the summer. So, oh my gosh, um, and then so I hope we on. can like drive by the summer house because oh. I am a huge summer house fan. We'll have to invite Carl. Then. Oh my gosh, I love Carl <laughs> and Lindsay I, and Pete. I love them all. I interviewed Carl actually. Fun, have you? Fun fact, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love that. Okay, he's, he's an interesting character. Is he? Yeah, okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. 
All right. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> I have like now I have a library of episodes I need to go listen oh, to because wow. I need to listen to the Ben episode. Yeah. Because I haven't heard that one yet. And it's I want to listen terrible. to the girl. Because we're we're just so green. You know what I mean? You know what, though? It's it's, it's so, okay. so I was talking to somebody else the other day about this. And they were kind of embarrassed about some of their older stuff. And they said, I think I'm going to take it down. And I said, no, 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 no. You leave it up there for two reasons. Growth. Growth, yes. <laughs> One, so you can look back and go, oh, my gosh, this is how far I've come. And then two, to inspire somebody else. Because somebody else, when they start, they look at you on day whatever, right. <laughs> three years into it. Mm-hmm. And they think that that's where they should be. But you can actually say, you know what? No, I started here. Go listen yeah. to this. Go check this out. I mean, right. we all have to start somewhere. But no, you're right. You're the most important right. thing is to freaking start. So and Start and keep going. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you, like, pivot. Yeah. Pivoting is what life is all about. We're both pivoting right now, Mm -hmm. and I'm just excited about the pivots that are coming. So it's like embrace the pivots. Yeah. Some change is great, right? Change is good. Absolutely. Just be open. And and definitely take a note out of Aaron's book, and when the door opens, walk through it. Walk through it. Go run through it. Yes. (laughs) Run through it. And hopefully don't, you know, smash into a wall on the other side. But you know what? If you do, you'll be fine. Yeah. Just brush your (laughs) knees off and get back up. Just try. Just try it. Yeah, absolutely. 